Welcome to More Than a Few Words, a marketing conversation for small business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundtech, where we help small businesses become big businesses. As always, you can join the conversation by calling in with your questions at 805-285-9865. Or you can share your thoughts on Twitter. Be sure to use the hashtag MTFW. Now, let's get the conversation started. Good morning, everybody. This is Lorraine, and we're ready to have another conversation um, for small businesses. This morning, my guest is Joel Russell of Imagine Technology Group. Good morning, Joel. Good morning, Lorraine. How are you? I'm really good. It's good to have you here. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. We're going to have some fun this morning, and if you want to join the conversation, Tamara's hanging out on Twitter. Hey, Tamara. Good morning. Okay, so let's get started. Um, Start with telling folks a little bit about eImagine Technology Group. You guys have been around longer than we have. Yeah, since 1998, actually. Yeah, so our company uh, primarily does three things right now. We do uh, CRM, SharePoint, and mobile development. Um, so they always say market narrow, sell broadly. So those are the three things that uh, we go to market with. Awesome. And um, when we first connected, it was, you were you, you guys were three guys working out of, um, I think, out of your house. It was close. We might have been in our first, quote, office at that point, but it might have been my basement. <laughs> <laughs> and today? Um, we are in um, our fourth or fifth office. It's over on Meridian Street. Um, our sign went up about six months ago, so if you're going north out of Meridian, honk and wait till it says you go by. We're at 8925 Meridian. Awesome. And um, I see your company on a lot of the IBJ fastest growing, top web companies. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, we do. So I mean, the SharePoint, mobile, and, and CRM is kind of the three things we, we go to market with. Um, underneath that is um, custom development with .NET. So Microsoft.NET is a platform. So we do we don't do um, websites as in you know a company's website, but we do a lot of web development, um, and that ties into mobile development typically. Awesome. But um, one of the things that's kind of been sort of the cornerstone of your company for a long time is really the thing that I sort of respected and, and what I really want to talk about is some of the non-business stuff that you guys do, sure. some of the community involvement and um, kind of corporate giving kind of stuff. Sure. So talk to us about some of your hot projects now and then how did you get into it, how do you get your employees involved? But right, right. So from a corporate side or community side, I mean, I guess I take that back to kind of our DNA from a company we look at three things every year. Um, we call them our CIC goals. Scott Crane, one of our um, vice presidents, came up with that acronym, but it's company, individual, community. So when we sit down every year and plot our goals out for the year, we always break them down into those three categories. And I really look at those three as equal components to our success. It's not just, you know, are we growing and selling and making more money, but, you know, are people growing and getting better, and then are we giving back to the community? So that's really been a foundation of ours uh, probably since I started the company, and it probably takes me all the way back to high school when I had to do uh, gold and white and blue points at Country Day up in Michigan. Um, but so community has been a big part of our business. Um, you know, and, and what we have going on now, we, we do four different things. We, we've done a lot of different things community-wide, but we now break them down into we sponsor or do one thing a quarter. And this last quarter we did Take the Carmel. Um, which I unfortunately had to miss, but we probably had 20 or for, uh, 20 uh, or some folks up there at Taste the Carmel. I guess they had a great time uh, for a great fundraiser. We have um, three more this year um, slated for second, third, and fourth quarter. 
and um, you know we're excited about that. I believe we're doing a plane pull for Special Olympics, which is a pretty neat event out at the airport. A plane pull? Yeah, so FedEx is the keynote sponsor, so we'll give a shout-out to FedEx. They do a great job. But they, they have a plane, and they, you go out to the airport, and they put a big rope on the end of the plane, or the front of the plane, I should say, and you get 20 people, and you try and pull it 10 feet. And <laughs> it's not easy. Um, of course, the Wabash football team all shows up in their, you know, their jerseys, and they get it done and pretty quick. Uh, we don't. We're a bunch of software folks, so it takes us a little bit of time to pull it. But um, I think we did place in our category this year, so that was pretty impressive, or last year, I should say. Um, so that's a great event to do. Um, we started doing a Habitat for Humanity build, um, which is a really good corporate event for us in that um, employees take time off work. Uh, we all work together. Um, out at a, at a house, putting you know whatever it may be. We laid sod this year. We did a bunch of other, a lot of landscaping. To be honest with you, um, I'll tell you on the Habitat for Humanity. Um, I'm actually a roof rat. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Because when I um, when I worked for Carrier, I uh, we would go out and um, uh, I would always go on roofing day because I was never afraid of getting up there. Right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm scared of heights. So that, <laughs> that would not be a good roof. There's a good story about getting stuck in my one-story house back in the day. That's we'll save for another day. I had to have my neighbor come let me down. That was embarrassing. Oops. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, but that, you're right. I think that is a a, a really fun. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a great event, and you know, it's you know, looking at it. I mean, um, I have four kids, so I reference a lot of kids' movies. Unfortunately, I see a lot of them. <laughs> but um, you know, I if you think about Shrek when they talk about you know ogres have layers, onions have layers, and they, mm -hmm. they go around and joke about it, but. I think from a community side, when you, when you pull back the onion on people, um, we go to work for lots of reasons, but a lot of it is to take home um, money, if you will, take home opportunity for our family and, and what we care most about. So, you know, you start pulling those onions back. People don't come to work because, you know, you imagine is what drives them. That's not the why, what they do their stuff for. And, and most of the time what I've found is that most people have that one thing that they're excited about. Um, you know, my life and my family's life, I should say, changed in uh, June 5th of 07 when my oldest son was diagnosed with diabetes. And so for me, um, that was kind of the driving force behind, you know, when I come home and when I get up and go to work, it's, I want to help out people with diabetes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's other, I've seen you at cancer fundraisers before. I mean, we all can relate to that one thing that yeah. it motivates us. And I think that as an organization, if you can find each of one thing that gets them going, um, they're going to be happier, they're going to have better job satisfaction, they're going to bring more to work, they'll be more excited to be at work. So, I mean, I think as a whole, you, you can't forget about why people are there. And um, and I think the corporate way to do that is to look at community. So if, you, um, if, if you're talking to other small business owners and they're trying to figure out how do they kind of build this into their, their organization, how did you get started? Because, because, you know, you've been doing it a number of years, sure. and so it's kind of a nice process now. Yeah, I mean, you know, I didn't. We didn't start it for this reason. Um, you're a great networker. I don't know if I was a great network networker back in the day, but there are some business benefits, if you will. I mean, a non-for-profit, take your pick on any of them. And there's some great ones out there. They're not going to say no mm -hmm. if you ask the volunteer and they're non-for-profit. And so, um, you know, take for example, we've got an employee that does some stuff with Arthritis Foundation. We have a you know employee that do stuff with Special Olympics. They're immediately involved, and they're meeting new people, and typically they're board members. And typically, board members are um, they're usually two board members in my mind come in two flavors: the one like I with diabetic, I have a personal tie to whatever it is that I'm doing, and then the the, the 
the corporate volunteer that wants to get back to community. And so maybe someone from Roche or someone from Exact Target or Take Your Pick of Companies is on our board, mm -hmm. and you get to meet and immediately have access to all these people. So it's an instant networking opportunity where you just meet new people. I don't think you go in there looking to sell your your products or services, but you immediately get introduced to people that you wouldn't have access to. And you're absolutely right. Um, right now, one of my passions is I'm on the board of Indie Fringe mm -hmm. because I, I love theater. I yeah. love the Fringe Festival. And so I like hanging out down there. Yeah. And you're right. The board is evenly split. There are the theater geeks like me right. and the corporate people that went to a uh, the Stanley K. Lacey get on board right. and found an event and went, yeah. okay, I'll do this. Yeah, I mean, my, so my, I guess what I would encourage, you know, small business owners is I would probably pick the nonprofit that is your one. Mm -hmm. So there's no ulterior there. I mean, if, if your kid's diabetic, then, you know, join the board of JDRF, work the you know, Diabetes Youth Foundation. There's plenty of great organizations out there, or asthma, or insert, whatever it is that you care about. Join that board, and so there, there is no ulterior there. You're there to help because that's what you're passionate about, and then that will naturally evolve for you. Um, I just think it's a great way to get out, and uh, and without knowing it, you're going to meet great people, and all of a sudden your business is going to be more visible. And, oh, yeah, I, I met that guy at a board meeting. I knew that person. So it's, uh, you know, we, we started it back in 2000, and, and I don't ever see us changing. Yeah. Um, so that's a, that's a great way both for you as, a, as an owner and also for your employees so you encourage each one of them to kind of find their own. Yeah, you know, that process has evolved. Um, you know, we, we've been in business since 98. You know, we, um, you know, for a while there we actually would track and we would go to employees every year and say, tell us what your community service goal is. You have to have one. Mm -hmm. And it may be to get $10, okay? That's fine. And we'll, we'll track it, we'll measure it, and we'll make sure that you gave $10 to whatever this is charity uh, that you, you were involved with. Some people had much more ambitious goals and you almost had to tell them, say, wait a minute, you're, you're giving a lot of time to this, which is great, but we're going to measure this and be part of your review. And what we found is that um, that might have been too forceful of an approach, if you will, as part of their employee review, which is really they didn't come to work for our company to be engaged in the community. That was more uh, what I'll call a benefit of working for a company. So we, we've changed that process a little bit. We don't track that on an employee basis anymore. What we now do is on a quarterly basis, we vote as a company for the next quarter's event. So I did say Plainful and, and, um, and Habitat. We haven't officially voted on those. I, I, actually, I think we did vote on Plainful. Um, I'm sure they'll get picked, but you know, we, we pick four or five different charities the first quarter, Taste the Caramel is what we pick. Um, for that, but you know, we now, as a collectively, if you're passionate about something, you can put it on the agenda for a quarterly meeting to vote, mm -hmm. and um, and then it's up to the company to pick. Yeah. And so every employee has a voice in what they could, what the company could participate in, and then um, and then the company backs it. That that's really cool. Um, I think in larger companies, my husband works for AT and T, and they they do have that kind of volunteer hour, but they've got the infrastructure to measure it. They actually take out a full-page ad once a year um, in uh, USA Today wow. and list all of their employees who have over X number of hours. So my, my husband, because he, he's like me, he's kind of very involved, you know, you have to scan down. I mean, it's really tiny print. He's in there somewhere. He's in there. You always <laughs> find his name. Yeah. One but, page, AT&T, that's not a lot of pages. But, you know, I mean, when you think about it in terms of all of the employees they have, it's a relatively small group. Um, but I think for, for smaller companies, I think that's a good strategy to, to let people pick 
right. what they're excited about. Yeah, I mean, we, we got into the plane pool. I mean, uh, Scott, Eric Crane worked for me. Um, their aunt works at the Special Olympics in Central Indiana, Virginia. And um, that's how we got involved. So it was something that, that they uh, don't have a direct tie to from uh, having an Olympiad, but they have a family member that works there. And so that's how we got we got tied into that. And we've done that for years and have a great time. Well, see, and I think that's the other side of this that I, I, I think is really important as well is you're doing something that benefits the community, which is awesome. You get a little, you know, business exposure because you're out there people see your ETG shirts. Yep. But I think you can't underestimate the power of the team building that goes on um, yeah. when you do in a plane pull or... Uh, yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, in, particularly in our industry, in software development, I mean, there's a lot of alone time. Uh, sometimes our, our staff are stationed at client sites, which sounds great, but they're, they they can easily get disconnected from the home office, from our from our company. And, you know, we look at ways, we strategically look at ways to combat that. So we do, you know, community events is one of them. Mm -hmm. um, we do other events inside our own company that aren't community focused, but they're more internal. Like we have a Euchre night coming up on this Thursday, anyone wants to go. And uh, but again, we try and pull everybody in, and that way you still have that sense of team building and, and, and the sense of the company, which to your point, I mean, you go do something like that, and you have that shared experience, and it's, it's a lot of fun. We, um, uh, we, we do adventures in dining. Um, oh, yeah. So we'll hit. Do what you uh, like. Everyone yeah. will see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so we, um, we, we'll, we'll hit restaurants. Um, but, yeah, it, even if, you know, there's only seven of us. And, sure. and even so, and we, we're all here mostly every day. You know, sometimes folks work from home. But every now and then you just need to get out of the building. Mm -hmm. And you need to just spend time doing something that's fun and different. Yeah, I mean, you know, you walk... You somewhat walk a fine line, if you will, as an owner of a company, but, you know, I'm just another person, married, four kids, just like everybody else, and not everyone else has four kids, it seems like. I get a lot of trouble for that, but the, um, you know, we all have the things that uh, that matter to us, and so you get out in a community environment, and I'm not necessarily seen as the owner of things. It's just another person there to help out, and so I think that, from that perspective, on your team building, I mean, you know, I'm one component of our team, just like our employees are one, one component of the team. And I don't want to say it's an equalizer, but got to peel the onion back. Absolutely. It looks like we've got a question. Hold on just a sec. Sure. Good morning. Do you have a question for Joel? Yes. Hi, this is Mike. Uh, I had a question for Joel about if he sees a direct measurable impact on his employees uh, with the community involvement or if it's more of an indirect uh, perceived impact. Um, I would say, you know, if, if I had to quantify it, do I see a direct impact? I see things that, um, like we did um, the Habitat for Humanity, we, we didn't really have Imagine shirts, T-shirts for them to work in. So, um, you know, we, we started the hashtag Imagine the Impact, and, um, you know, all, all of, you know, people who volunteered had T-shirts. Um, so the direct measurable component I saw was immediate team building, I see the shirts in the office now, and, and you hear the stories about people doing things together. Um, so from a numbers perspective, if I'm just looking at it from you know a balance sheet or looking at it from the numbers, it's probably tough to say there's a direct number that I can quantify uh, the improvement of our firm or the benefit. Obviously, the indirect, I think there's you know numerous you could count. Um, but from a direct benefit, um, 
I guess the only thing I would say, your question was directed towards employees. I would say I have a difficult time giving you a direct number on an employee. What I can tell you, though, is when we interview people, um, that's almost the first thing anybody ever asks me when they come interview for our company. Hey, I looked at your website. It's really cool what you do in the community. Talk to me more about that. And I would say, and I don't, it's anecdotal, I never wrote it down, but I'd say 90% of the people I interview ask me that. That's the first question they ask me. So it's interesting. The direct benefit I don't see from our staff, but um, it, it's a pretty measurable number on people coming in to interview for our firm. Awesome. Thanks for your, thanks for your question. Well, thanks so much. So I think that's a, that is an interesting um, uh, perspective is um, that community involvement is a great recruiting. It is. It's, um, and it, you know, it's one of those things that you just, sometimes you just do things because you think it's the right thing to do, and then you find all these other benefits from doing mm -hmm. it, like introduction to great people on your board that you didn't think you were going to get. Um, same thing on the recruiting side. I didn't necessarily look at our community involvement in it as anything other than that's the right thing for our company to do. And the next thing you know from a recruiting side, it seems like it's an attraction for um, you know people out there maybe looking to come interview with us or, hey, tell me more about your company. And this was a really neat thing that I saw, um, which, you know, that's an easy thing to talk about. You know, it's, um, and I think, uh, and, and maybe other communities are like this, but I think there's some really interesting things, and, and companies have taken some very different approaches to this. Um, you know, I'm going to do a, a hat tip to one of my competitors, Smallbox. Mm -hmm. um, they take a week. They will actually do a project for a not-for-profit where they right. provide their services, and everybody in the company works on it. And it's uh, it's an interesting approach. Yeah, we did that. We started doing that. Um, I wouldn't say we, we envisioned having, uh, Scott and I envisioned kind of having a formal application process for that. But, you know, we did something similar with that. We did the Special Olympics, essentially, on the end of their website. Mm -hmm. um, the following year, um, we did some work for JDRF on a SharePoint um, implementation for them. Um, and then the following year, we did a Riley app for mm -hmm. Riley's, you know, hospital. Um, and, and we haven't necessarily had an application, but... Um, the more you involve, then people feel ownership of it. You know, it's it's great if only a couple people in the, in the company do it, but um, then it's, oh, that was a good thing our company did. But if you include everybody, then there's a sense of ownership to it. So I would encourage companies to do something like small boxes doing there. Um, even And that's why the Habitat's great, because you're all down there working, doing something. Yeah. Um, sometimes when you repackage your own services, it, you know, maybe they don't need a certain part of what you do, so a certain part of your company gets excluded. So... Yeah, I think um, we did some work for the Indiana School for the Blind, and we mm -hmm. did some work, and we do some behind-the-scenes stuff for the Entrepreneur Advancement Center in in, uh, in Hamilton County. Um, but it's an interesting point you make that only certain people here are kind of working on it. So it's an, I, I like the idea of getting off-site and right. uh, yeah, I mean you get off-site. I mean Habitat Build is great because everyone can help. It doesn't matter if you're the owner of the company or or you know, part-time staff coming in, you can still pick up the shovel and all and all work together. So, um, where if you're working on a project, that may not be the case. The thing about doing some of the the volunteer stuff, though, is that role reversal. Um, when I was a carrier, I remember being up on a roof, and there was one of the guys from the manufacturing floor who was ordering around the president of the division. Yeah, I can believe that. He knew what to do on the roof. <laughs> and the rest of us are going, okay, so nail gun here? Right, right. Um, 
not, no, not through my hand. Not through my hand. But I, I think it's that um, uh, the ability to, um, uh, to, to, to reverse roles, right. that then when you bring that back in the office, I think it, it makes people more comfortable having conversations and interactions. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I, I don't like to be introduced, and I'll give a shout-out to Mary Kay. She did to me this weekend when I saw her as, oh, this is my boss. Mm-hmm. I mean, in that role, yeah, I'm your boss at work, but there's plenty of other roles where I'm not your boss. Mm-hmm. Um, and, that, and that's a great example where we're peers on something. Yeah. Um, and I think if you treat people like that, they're, they're going to like working there. I, I think it, it uh, creates a healthy kind of environment all the way around. Mm-hmm. Um, big dream. What would you like to do in the community beyond what you're doing now if the business grows and changes? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, great question. Um, I mean, I, ideally, I would like to get our business to the point where we can give away a lot of money every year. And when I say a lot of money, I'd love to be able to give away up to a million dollars a year. I think that there's plenty of organizations, um, not just diabetes that I've seen, but um, having been moved by one thing, it's very easy to see um, why other things would move you. I mean, if you, St. Vincent, Manny Stone Hospital, St. Vincent, you, you go into that hospital, it looks great, and you think, wow, what a cool building. And then you look around and you see, patients that are there, and it's not such a cool building. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on there that you just, and having small children, you look at and think, thank God those, you know, my child's not here. And we've spent time there. Um, so, you know, for me, it would be really cool to be able to give away and create hope for some people because, um, you know, while everything may not get cured, there may be better treatment options or maybe better cure therapies or, or treatment therapies. Um, it may be giving someone a better wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But it'd be really cool to be able to, to impart that that hope for people. So that's what I would love to do. If you want to buy from me and help create that vision, <laughs> that would be great. But we're a long way off from that. We're a long way off. But I, I think that um, uh, having that kind of long-term, but then looking for the interim steps, and I think that's something right. any business owner yeah. can look for opportunities and say, okay, we're going to do this or we're going to do this to – Right. Be a part of the bigger community. Yeah, I mean, to your point, there's a step process to get there. I mean, you, you know, yeah, of course, we got a huge contract and they give away and it went great, but that's not how it's going to work. I mean, we're going to build, our whole company is going to build. And the other, the other key to that is the company has to be okay with that. You know, I sat with our exec team, I think, two years ago, and we talked about that the same question you asked, someone else asked us, mm-hmm. and we kind of went around the room. And I was a little sheepish to hear they were going to be okay with it because, Quite frankly, that means I'm not paying them part of that money. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and everyone wants to make more money. I'd love to pay all my staff a lot more money. So, um, and they were on board. Um, now we have to hit other numbers, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, that's a daunting number to just say, my goal is to give that away, not one time, but, mm-hmm. you know, on a regular basis. Um, well, I, and I think, though, um, the idea that you're getting people involved, and, and not just involved in the process, but also in – uh, the fact that every employee can say, this is my cause. This is right. something I'm passionate about. I mean, I find your one thing. And so do you do any other types of support if somebody um, is doing their one thing um, and maybe it's not a whole company thing? Do you have any kind of programs in place for supporting or helping individual people? Yeah, I mean, um, we don't know, I don't know if we have anything uh, defined as far as programs. You know, we had a former employee who, 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 she was just getting started. She was young. I think she's got nothing but upside in her career. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she had her cause that, that meant a lot to her. 
and um, you know, it was more of just you know, I think I gave her good mentoring and recommendations on hey, you know, I'd encourage you to try and get on the board, try and do these things. Um, so I don't know if we have any direct programs. If you're kind of outside of our quarterly, mm -hmm. um, but again, it's, it's kind of one of those things that I think once you've been touched, mm -hmm. it's I rarely say no to people <laughs> when it comes to that stuff, and, and I just open up the door for people to come ask. But you know, it's it's you know, and I you know I kind of tell a story. Um, um, uh, Tim, who sold the calendars, uh, <laughs> helped me. Uh, I can't remember what. And Cracker, and he sat in our office, and we had just done a bunch of stuff at the Special Olympics, and this was probably in 1996, it would have been, because Alex was diagnosed in 97, or uh, was diagnosed in 07, it would have been about 05, Tim was in the office. And um, we just did a bunch of stuff for Special Olympics, and, and he's looking around, seeing all the stuff that we've done, and you know, stuff in our conference room, and, and he said, hey, my daughter's diabetic, would you consider helping out with diabetes? And, and I remember saying, you know what, we, no, I can't help right now. And um, and that's ironic because a year later my son was diagnosed with diabetes and you know I could see Tim's passion there and it's like I immediately felt the same thing and it's like yeah if I'm in a company and I see a bunch of stuff up on my wall hey maybe you should get involved with diabetes because that's my thing absolutely um, and so yeah sorry to Tim for for telling them back then yeah but I think he's more than made up for it along the way I'm open awesome well as we're winding down if people want to catch up with you how do they find you. Um, on Twitter, it's Joel of Think, or excuse me, Joel of ETG. Um, our company's website is thinketg.com, and um, or just call in the office and then ask to talk to me, and I'll be happy to catch up with you. Awesome. And um, so your next uh, quarterly event is? I believe it's the Plain Bowl. And uh, do you know? Do they are they still accepting other teams, or do you think? Oh yeah, yeah. The Special Olympics Plain Bowl for sure. They're taking more teams. It's a great event. Um, I believe the entry fee is two thousand. Um, which if you get 20 people to give 100 bucks, you're there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and yes, too, on, on startups, I think there's an undercap market for young generation people to get involved. Um, from what I'm seeing, that 20 to 35 crowd, they, they want to get back. They want to do stuff. And they're probably a bunch of your employees that fit that, that demographic. Get them involved. Um, have, um, have you guys ever done the um, corporate challenge in the fall? No. See, I think if I had a uh, well, I have a I have a young team, but I don't necessarily have a, a team of people that are um, lot you know uh, uh, joggers and runners. But if, if you've got a, a team of young guys, Tamara's making a face. We are not going to do this. But if you do, it's a, a great fundraiser, and it's fun to get out there and yep. compete against other companies. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, if they had more um, beer pong, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we might get into that. Use your beer pong, we could find it. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Well, this is this has been really good. Thank good. you so much. Yeah, um, appreciate it. Just a quick reminder for those of you that are listening: we are switching our time next week. We're going to be live at 4:30 in the afternoon instead of 10:30 in the morning. So hopefully more mm -hmm. more folks can listen live. We'll have 27 cups of coffee before then. Oh, that's 27 <laughs> cups of coffee. I'm going to be dialed yeah, in and wired. I believe that. Um, but uh, and next week we are going to be talking with Brandon from Local Steak, um, interesting company that is Brandon Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Brandon Smith. Quick shout out to Brandon. 
Hi, Brandon. That's your preview <laughs> shout-out. Coach's older brother, Colin, of soccer. Great. Oh. Well, they, I'll tell you what. This is a really cool um, thing that they're doing yeah, great to, to really invest in the entrepreneur community. So kind of a nice balance from yeah. you're dealing with the social side of the community, yep. they're dealing with the, the business side. So I think it'll be a nice back-to-back. Yeah, smart, smart group of guys. Good company. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, we're looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, excellent. So if you have uh, – Take Joel up on his offer to uh, look at their website, look at some of the programs that they're involved in, because this is a really cool model, I think, for any business. If you've enjoyed today's program, if you want to learn more about marketing business, the small business community, be sure to check out our blog at roundpeg.biz. This has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening.